Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Vinny and Haney on your home for sports. 1057 The Fan. Hey, come on, Nolan. Get up here and start dancing. Vinny and Haiti, 1057, the fan featured artist Friday, Third Eye Blind from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Ironically enough, yeah. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Ravens. Not turning a blind eye on Cleveland's defense, I would assume. Browns coming in here looking for redemption after the Ravens spanked him a little more than a month ago. Cleveland will have Deshaun Watson at their disposal, starting quarterback, Ravens. Trying to extend their winning streak to five. Here to talk about that and more from the Baltimore Banner. Joins us every Friday on the WGK Law guest hotline. Let's welcome in Jonas Schaefer. Jonas, good morning. Morning, guys. Brutal weather here in Owens and Mills. How you guys doing? We're doing all right, man. You know, we're inside, so we can't sit here and uh, complain about the weather too much but let, let me ask you about the uh, the injury report yesterday and some uh limited dudes bateman humphrey and keaton mitchell among others of the limited guys which one would be the most concerning perhaps for availability coming up sunday against the browns oh man that's a question i think normally i would say marlon humphrey just because he is a Pro Bowl cornerback, but they did a pretty good job in week four without him. And, you know, they, they might have Marcus Williams to make that back end even more secure. So I, I think for me it would be Rashad Bateman. Um, obviously he doesn't have the pedigree nor the production of Marlin, but this is a Browns defense that plays a lot of man coverage. They were not scared about manning up the Ravens in week four, uh, and the Ravens did not do a good job against it. So I think you need all the help that you can get uh, from separators. And I think uh, I think Rashad Bateman is that. They, all, they obviously didn't have Odell in that game either. Um, I, I think, you know, Keaton Mitchell would obviously be a big loss, but they, they did a pretty good job against that run defense the, the first time I played him. So it's, it's, it's you know, neck and neck uh, between those three guys. But for me, I would, I would lean toward Bateman. Hey, uh, Jonas, I'll tell you what, the Ravens got to take – Big advantage of those two tackles, especially, you know, if uh, Jones is out too, you know, and he hadn't practiced in the last two days. So I'm guessing, you know, at 6'8", 380 pounds, probably, you know, it's hard to heal. That's a lot of lot of mass moving around there. And the guy coming in would be, what, their fifth tackle of the year? So that, that's got to be big for, you know, Clowney and for Oway. Van Noy. And, yeah. and Van Noy, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess the, the informed speculation out of Cleveland is that if DeWan Jones can't go, uh, you might have Hudson, who has all of seven career starts and two-plus NFL seasons. Hudson's as the right playing tackle. left tackle, Jonas. 
Well, you know, I, I think he, he's played primarily a right tackle, right? Hudson? He played, well, he came in and played left. He played left tackle the whole late last game because uh, Willis went out. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you want to get these guys where they're where they're most experienced, and that that may be where he he moves around. I mean, it just he could be a spin tackle like carry, so he's comfortable wherever. But I think looking at looking at his PSF splits, he, he's played most of his career at right tackle, and that would leave uh, a guy that they signed on Halloween to their practice squad at left tackle. I think uh, Jerry and Christian, I believe, is his name. Um, yep. So yeah, it is. It's bleak. It's bleak for Cleveland, and it's it's not just the fact that you are having to deal with pass rushers who are more talented than your tackles. It's just, you know, these guys have not played the kind of, you know, reps, the kind of snaps that you need to to get experience with all the various stunts and twists and pass rush games that the Ravens throw at any team on, on any given weekend. And I think you need those mental reps to, to be prepared and to have any kind of shot of, of slowing down this Ravens pass rush. So you know, I think Cleveland probably has to feel pretty good about their interior, you know, Posich, or Pozik uh, left that week four game pretty early. Mm-hmm. And I think that it showed with how well the Ravens were able to, to get a push inside. But if two of the worst 11 guys on your team on any given play are those tackles, then uh, Deshaun Watson just is not going to have the time that he needs to, to hit Amari Cooper downfield, which was really their only source of offense yep. against Arizona. Now, you, you know, when I talked to Mary Kay Cabot the other day, Jonas, she said that they could in, put Batonio on a left tackle. And then, and then uh, I, I guess maybe Hudson or somebody else would play the left guard, which to me really, really weakens the offensive line. I think. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's possible. I, I don't know if, if he has any experience there, but it looks like from the folks tweeting in Cleveland, just uh, remarking on the on the practice availability, it seemed like that they weren't doing anything too experimental. I, I don't know if they're barred from reporting on where guys are lining up, like like we are, but it seemed like it was. It was going to be a no surprises kind of situation in the interior, but you know, I guess desperate times call for desperate measures. Now, I mean, how impressed with you are are you with their wide receivers? I mean, other than Cooper, are you scared of any of their receivers? No, no, not really. I mean, I was frankly a little bit surprised that they traded away Donovan Peoples Jones mm-hmm. because I thought that they needed that they would need another you know deep vertical threat, um, and he's been fine in years past. I guess they didn't think much of him and so they shipped him off but you know Elijah Moore didn't do anything in week four besides take a end around uh, 20 yards in the opposite direction uh, David Njoku is, is always solid but you know like Cooper he has been I think he missed practice on Wednesday and was limited yesterday uh, he's always dealing with something minor here or there and that comes from the experience of someone who has him on his fantasy team <laughs> so I, I think it's just a, a tough situation for, for Deshaun Watson I mean you know, he's never really had great weapons there in Cleveland. He's always had, uh, you know, great running backs with Chubb and a, a pretty good offensive line. But um, if the Ravens, you know, don't have to worry about putting a, a safety in that box to stop the run, then they're going to have all the help they need to, you know, shade their coverage toward Amari Cooper and basically take him out of the game. Hey, Jonas, uh, what percentage is uh, Garrett going to have a chip, a double, what a, you know, something with two people? <laughs> Well, it's tough to it's tough to chip him if he's lining up over the center and the left guard. I mean, obviously. Well, then you get two. You know, you turn a protection to him and you try to get center and guard on him. Yeah, I mean, this is you know, I I think today's probably a good day to ask John Harbaugh about Ronnie Stanley, uh, just considering the the past two weeks. I mean, obviously, 
Yeah, I, he allowed uh, the pressure that led to the Lamar 25-yard scramble, but he also led the, the pressure that led to the strip sack. I mm-hmm. think those were his only two pressures allowed, according to PFF. So yeah, on Mafe. Uh, obviously, yeah, and, and boy, Mafe is a really, really impressive young player. Jonas, a lot better so, than I thought just watching him on film when I watched him, you know, in person. I know. I know. I, mean, yeah, I, was, you know, I was thinking before, before the, the game last week was uh, there is like a sliding doors moment where, Maybe uh, the uh, the Seahawks take Ojabo at 40 and the Ravens get Mafia at 44 because those were, I think, just four or five picks apart um, in, in that second round last year. So that's a, something to consider. But uh, I think that they're going to have to be careful with him. I mean, uh, he's, he's a, a friggin' stud, as Todd Munkin said yesterday. You know, he would rather not have to worry about game planning for him. Uh, I, I think that the Browns, were a little bit more liberal in moving him around from the left to the right in week four. It seemed like Morgan Moses got mm-hmm. more reps against them than, than maybe I expected. Um, obviously, Moses is coming off that shoulder injury. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's, you, that's what you have Pat Ricard for. That's what you have this running game for. That's what you have this motion for, just to, to do everything that you can uh, that fits within the game plan to give your offense a chance, but also slow down uh, Garrett from that, from that Y9 position. Because, with the way Cleveland lines up up front, especially on early downs, they, you know, in a lot of ways kind of invite runs up the middle or, or through those B gaps or C gaps. So uh, if, if the Ravens can stay ahead of schedule and not give uh, Miles Garrett an opportunity to pin his ears back on third and eighth, then they should be in good shape. Jonas Schaefer, Baltimore Banner, joining us. Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Jonas, last thing for you, spreads changing in favor of the Ravens, even more up to six and a half. Cleveland, this could be a litmus test, a statement game, if they can come to Baltimore and get the W. Why is this spread so hefty as we're about 48 hours away from kickoff? I, probably because there are a lot of people out there in the desert who are putting good money on the Ravens. <laughs> I think the, uh, the injury report out of Cleveland – uh, is not all that encouraging. Uh, obviously, Newsom was out on Wednesday. They're, they're one of their top cornerbacks. He was limited on Thursday. I mentioned the, the Cooper situation, Joku. The tackle situation is not that good. I'm, I'm sure there are folks who are just looking at the Ravens' home record and saying, boy, that's a team that I don't want to bet against, uh, even though I, I think in the past, in years past, they have not been a great team against good teams coming to Baltimore. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of betters will probably feel in the same way that I do, which is all the Ravens need are, you know, probably two touchdowns and a field goal or two, and that should be enough to, to beat this Browns offense. Uh, that's not all that remarkable. That's, it's, you know, pretty limited, for, if we're being honest. Jonas Schaefer, Baltimore Banner. Jonas, tell everybody what's happening at the Baltimore Banner, by the way. You guys are grinding away, doing a lot of good things with the sports coverage over there. Yeah, I mean, obviously a bit of a slowdown in, in Orioles stuff right now, aside from your, your Silver Slugger or whatever awards right now. But uh, just, you know, fun part of the season coming up. Got some big stories planned. Uh, got a uh, Ravens podcast, the Banner Ravens po- uh, podcast, about half hour every uh, twice a week that I do with my co-host Paul Mancano. Uh, good times. We have some fun. We break stuff down just like you guys do. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good time, man. Enjoy the weekend. Have fun at M&T Bank Stadium Sunday. Thanks, Jonas. Appreciate it, guys. Yep. Uh, Jonas Shea, everybody. It's Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back. It's the whip around that keeps Cavanaugh, TerrapinTimes.com. Talk about Maryland hoops and Maryland football. Funhouse Lab 45, Nolan McGraw, news of the Nets coming up at noon. Going to hear more from the coordinators ahead of Sunday's matchup against the Cleveland Browns. Ravens looking for their fifth straight win. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Billy and Hades with Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes, the best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fed. It's the whip around. Here on this featured artist Friday. It's a football Friday. It's a Friday, which is always great in and of itself. Last night, Orioles postseason, well, post postseason, continued in accolades and Adley Rutschman, Gunnar Henderson getting recognized. Seventh pitch to Henderson. That's taken out to left. Kiner Falefa back in the corner. It's gone. Rutschman drills it. Deep right field. Adley Rutschman gives the Orioles the lead with another absolute bomb over the flat court. That's, uh, I don't know if we're allowed to give them credit for those highlights, but if you're familiar with the voice, you know exactly who it is. As Adley Rutschman and Gunnar Henderson both Awarded Silver Slugger Awards for their prowess offensively with the stick. Adley, your catcher, Gunner, as the utility guy. Anthony Santander was a finalist. Did not win, but still getting recognized as uh, an accomplishment as well. So the Orioles are going to get more awards as Brandon Hyde. Michael Elias already won executive of the award. Uh, we're going to have uh, It's going to be pretty cool. Gunner's going to win Rookie of the Year. Hyde's going to get Manager yeah. of the Year. So it's going to be awesome. Orioles had one of the best regular seasons they've had. It is, by record, best regular season they've had in 43 years. 
playoffs didn't end uh, the way they had hoped, but I think the uh, beginning of a nice little run of success is upon us. Now to be interested to see how the offseason will go for the Orioles, but the general manager's meetings in baseball, by the way, yeah. came to an abrupt halt because there was a virus outbreak in, uh, what was it, Arizona. Yeah. And, and which shut her down. Yeah. And I think, like, initially 20 people, but then they said there was at least one person from every organization was, had symptoms. Well, you want to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has to feel the pain, but... Uh, winter meetings are in Nashville coming up early December. But congratulations to Adley Rutschman and Gunnar Henderson for doing what they had to do. College hoops last night in the Big Ten. Michigan State beat Southern Indiana 74-51. Nebraska, the mayor, he beats Fla- uh, let's see, Florida A&M 81-54. Locally, Morgan State beats Cheney at PA 100-52. Towson. Beats Cop at 70-49. Tonight, an interesting game on the national level as number two Duke takes on number 12 Arizona. Ooh. That's a 7 o'clock oh. tip down at Durham on ESPN2. NBA last night, it was Indiana, 126-124 over Milwaukee. Jalen Smith sticks, Maryland, Mount St. Joe. He was a late scratch, sore back. But Tyrese Halliburton, monster game, 29 points, six boards, 10 assists. The freak. Giannis Antetokounmpo, he had 54 and 12, but still a loss nonetheless for Milwaukee. Adrian Griffin got tossed for double tacking it up in the third. No Damian Lillard for the Bucks there on a Thursday night. It was Atlanta against Orlando last night, winning 121 19 in Mexico. As Trey Young at 41, Bruno Fernando did not scratch in his one minute of play. 120-119 Atlanta over the Magic Wizards tonight. Taking on the Hornets down at D.C. Both teams are 2-5. and five. Washington beat Charlotte just a couple of nights ago down there. NHL caps back on the ice tonight against New Jersey. 7 o'clock faceoff. Yeah, and Jack Hughes is out for the Devils, who was leading the league in scoring at the time with five goals and 15 assists. So that's that's big for the Caps, not to have Jack Hughes playing for the Devils. So Caps will have a good chance to to win tonight. I mean, they just need – they got to get Ovi going. Ovi's got, what, two goals? He's on the – this is the worst start of his career. What's he, 38 now? Yeah. I mean, father time wins, Vinny. No doubt. Name a dude or no. a lady that's played sports. Father time is undefeated. Uh, real quick, college football last night, 11th ranked Louisville outscored Virginia 17-3 in the fourth as they uh, edged the Cavs 31-24. So Lamar and Johnny Hughes, alma mater, the Louisville Cardinals, getting themselves a W. They're 9-1. That's awesome On job. the year. Yeah, Jeff Brom's doing a phenomenal job. And I love because he's a great dude, you know, so I'm, I'm happy for Jeff and for Louisville. It's the Whip Around Video at 81057 The Fan. Do a little boxing for you. Today's date, November the 10th, 1978 in Vegas. Larry Holmes, the Eastern Assassin, made the first defense of his WBC Heavyweight Championship by knocking out Alfredo Evangelisti, or Evangelista from Spain in the seventh round. Evangelista actually fought Muhammad Ali down at the uh, Cap Center, 1977, and actually went the distance. Boring-ass fight. 
But anyway, Holmes made short work of him, as you're supposed to do. 1983, 40 years ago today, unbelievable, because I remember it like it was yesterday. Marvin Hagler, marvelous Marvin Hagler, unanimous decision over Roberto Durant to defend his middleweight championship, the undisputed version of it. And in the NFL, man, it's been four years already, Nolan. Four years ago today in Cincinnati, Lamar Jackson did some MVP-level things. It's a second down and three. Jackson takes it himself. Look at him dart back and forth. Oh, he broke his ankles. Now he's got an entourage, and he's got a touchdown. He is Houdini. Kevin Harlan on the call, 47-yard touchdown run from Lamar Jackson, who, by the way, chipped in three touchdown passes as well. Two to Mark Andrews, one to Marquise Brown. Marcus Peters had an 89-yard pick six for a touchdown. Tyus Bowser, remember him? Oh. Scoop and score, <laughs> yeah. 33 yards. It was 49-13 uh, uh, was the final score. Ravens approved to 7-2 and two on the year. Fifth straight win on their way to 14 consecutive wins. But if we talk about the quintessential Lamar Jackson play, that's it, where he was spinning and juking yep. and just outrunning anyone. I mean, he was on his way to the most valuable player. That was certainly one of the best games of his career. It's Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Keith Cavanaugh talk Maryland basketball and football with him from TerrapinTimes.com. And then it's a funhouse trip with Nolan McGraw, Mr. Electricity, on this rainy Friday in the Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Different sports, different teams, different opinions. There's one place to talk about them, and it's on 105.7 The Fan. Don't go anywhere f***ing else. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, featured artist Friday. It is third eye blind. Not the first, not the second, not the fourth. Third eye blind. Out of San Francisco mm-hmm. while Vinny was there. Yeah. Didn't even know it, Norm. I don't think anybody did except for them. <laughs> <perhaps>. <laughs> anyway, pick a song. We'll play it. 410-583-1057. Terps tonight against Davidson. Asheville Championship, 7 o'clock tip. You can hear that one on the fan. And then tomorrow, football at Lincoln taking on the Corn Huskers. Winner is bowl eligible. Here to talk about both from TerrapinTimes.com. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Welcome in Keith Cavanaugh. Keith, good morning. What is up? Good morning, guys. I'm glad you led with hoops there. Good segue into the show. 
All right. Well, it's I, Davidson. I.e. not football. Well, we'll get to them. Trust me in a second. But mm-hmm. uh, you, uh, the Mount, uh, and you know Maryland, you know yeah. workman like performance, and you know you get a win. It's all that matters. A little foul trouble there for Juju Reese. Can't hit them foul shots, but still looks like he could be on the verge of dominant performance. But that wins yeah. in the past. Now you got Davidson, and you got the young McKillop taking over as yeah. the head coach. They've lost a ton from last year when they weren't all that great to begin with. So you go down there, taking on Davidson. What are you looking to uh, accomplish in game two yeah. with possibly Clemson looming in the finale on Sunday? Yeah, not your father's Davidson with Steph Curry and uh, Bob McKillop. Matt McKillop, young and has taken over. <clears throat> they went 16 and 16 last year, but they had to hoist 36 threes against WNL this week. Last I checked, WNL is still a D3 school, right? Washington <laughs> Lee. <laughs> I guess. So, but they run good sets. You know, their two top shooters each went one for seven from range. Hopefully that keeps up uh, tonight. Um, but they're a disciplined, smart team, just like Pops. Uh, Matt will run a lot of sets, um, give you a lot of different looks, but they're hoisting from range a lot more uh, this year. But Maryland's got to clean up the turnovers. Obviously, it was the first game. Obviously, he went crazy with the rotations and hockey line substitutions, but the 15 turnovers against only six assists, three of 16 from range for the Terps, poor spacing and ball movement, especially in the second half. But, you know, the things we knew coming in, <clears throat> Juju, as always, cannot get in foul trouble. He's got to stop clanking free throws, two for seven, and he barely grazed iron on most of those misses. When he got out in foul trouble and went to the bench, you know, they really don't have a secondary scoring option among the bigs. Now, Matty Ture is a nice rim protector and defender. Um, Dante Scott's probably got to get down on the blocks more. But I like, you know, the glimpses we saw of the freshmen, you know, before Kaiser got in foul trouble. Deshaun Harris-Smith is a beast. He can turn the corner, get downhill, and finish at the cup. But after he cramped up there late in the first half, he just wasn't taking much initiative with the ball uh, in the second half. But, you know, first game, Mount St. Mary's, very good team, very well-coached team, disciplined. They have some players. So, you know, you know, you don't have an exhibition season anymore. They had the two private scrimmages against Virginia and Cincinnati, went one and one. So you're kind of thrust in, and now you got a quick turnaround for uh, Davidson tonight and presumably Clemson Sunday if they can get by UAB. Uh, so it'll be an interesting um, tonight how he, you know, condenses that rotation. He's not going to go 11 deep again. Uh, but they do need shooters. We saw that too. People have got to be able to stick the three ball. Kaiser is the most likely candidate. He hit the one. That was good sign. Uh, so all those things got to keep up, but it was just the first game. Yeah, you got Villanova and UCLA looming here in the next month or oh, so. Yeah. But uh, recruiting-wise, we've been talking about Derek Queen signing day. It was a couple of days ago. What's the intel there? What's what's the latest information on their uh, highly sought-after uh, potential recruit here? Yeah, I mean, he's the key to this class. Obviously, already missed on Hodge, and Boogie Flan didn't even visit. Some will say, Bob Haney and Yo. Benny, that Derek Queen has already told Maryland he's coming. However, I must caveat that by saying, then why the wait? Why is this dragging on? In the day of NIL, who knows if bidding wards are, are going on behind the scenes more and more, more each day. You would have thought it would have been done this week. If this goes all the way into next week, 
you know, we're probably getting into <laughs> a more problematic situation. Um, <clears throat> he's been very mum, has been his camp. Hopefully it happens. Then from here, there's really not much else in the high school ranks they're looking at. So it'll have to be portal guys during the winter and or spring uh, to fill in this class. The biggest class is the 25 class, where they're going to bring in a huge class. But Queen is an essential get. Queen also is not a one-and-done. He's not a two-and-done. He's not a three-and-done. He will be a three- or four-year college player like Baker down at Carolina. He's not NBA ready-made. So you're going to have to have a very nice NIL package for him for multiple years, no doubt. Now, Keith, let's uh, switch sports and your opinion on what's going on with uh, the football team. Guys, who would have thunk a month ago when we were chatting away when the Terps were 5-0, and one win from a bowl, that a month later they're going up against 5-4 and four Nebraska, just like Maryland is 5-4 and four after losing four, playing for their bowl lives tomorrow at 11 a.m. Central Time kick on pay-per-view TV. <laughs> Can't even get it on regular TV. Nebraska um, is one. They're going to be at home. They're going for a bowl. Maryland season is moonwalking backwards faster than Bob Haney at Hammerjacks at the Michael Jackson concert in Damn 1979. Right, baby. Um, and Matt Rule was a hell of a coach. He's turned things pretty quick. They have no quarterback who can throw the ball from Vinny to Bob in the studio right now. Harburg can run the option. They're going to be option everywhere tomorrow. It's going to be a heavy run dominant game. But the Penn State game illustrated Maryland probably has one of the worst OL and DL combinations in the country. Play calling gets worse each week. Negative 41 yards rushing. Their own worst enemy. The turnovers, the blown coverage, the drops. The season is definitely in a free-for-all. They come out tomorrow, and they are the favorite yet again, and lay an egg with only two games left, Michigan, and at Rutgers on Thanksgiving weekend. Um, lay an egg and lose that game tomorrow. You can pretty much say they've lost that team if they already haven't already. So, you know, who knows the outcome tomorrow. Nebraska is kind of trending up. Maryland is certainly trending in the wrong direction. Um, and uh, this season, which had so much potential to get to nine wins after seven and eight wins back-to-back last two years and great progress, is now in total regression. Now, Keith, Bob has said since Northwestern lost that they're going to lose out, and we had Damon on yesterday, and Damon wasn't happy. Well, I said if they lose to Northwestern, they won't win another game. Yeah. And they lost to Northwest. Yeah. And, and- what Damon saying? Sorry, I missed the show. He's uh, I, I can't wait to hear Keith Cavanaugh. Yeah, Damon, Haney, you're fired. Damon, Damon's not happy. What do you think? I mean, he can't keep changing coaches every year. Kenny, Keith? Well, Vinny, every year, four or five coaches. I know. I know. What, what has Gaddis and Sumlin brought to the table? Nothing. Gaddis, one year of Michigan, or one and a half years of Michigan, gone. One year of Miami, gone. Up here now, and a few years ago, he was beating his chest about how he should take credit for the Alabama offense over Loxley. Well, I think we can give that credit to Saban. So you've got, um, yes, we know the lines are weak, but you had your quarterback, you have your skill guys, you had the softest schedule since Bob Haney, Charmin, down in his man cave. Um, And you've totally regressed in year five when you should be getting 
to the next step, which was nine wins, which is very doable with this yeah. schedule. But we've seen a regression in Leah. <clears throat> we've seen a regression in play calling. Lossley should just take over the play calling. You can't run that tight formation with this team. He is still trying to run Gaddis, an Alabama offense, up here when Maryland doesn't have any offensive line to speak of. You can't power past anybody. So they've become one-dimensional. Leah goes 17 for 17 to start that game, but you have, <laughs> there's no benefit from it. Um, you're not scoring. And in the secondary, just so many blown coverages. Penn State by two or three touchdowns dropped in the end zone in that game. It could have been a lot worse. And every week they make the opposing quarterback a star or everyone now says, oh, Aller just finally broke through. Yeah, of course it came against Maryland. So Damon has got a lot on his hands given Loss just got that five-year extension. And uh, what if he gets to seven wins this year or a bowl, it rolls over one more at 6.1 a year, Bob Haney type money. So it's quite a dilemma um, across the board. And I wish they could sit here and say, well, recruiting at least is holding steady, but that's been dipping. And right now, you know, they're in the 40s. And who knows if it could get worse if it decommits, you're going to have to load up again on the portal. But each year has been a law of diminishing returns, going back to your original point about staffers leaving and not being able to bring in guys who are stars on the rise or more accomplished. It seems like older guys who are buddies that he's hiring or whatever that just are ineffective right now. Other than that, everything's great. It's video at yeah. 8105.7 The Fan. Keith Cavanaugh, com. Keith, appreciate the time as always. Enjoy your weekend. We'll catch up next Friday. Hey, guys, do not forget the ladies, Terps, number 14, visit number six, South Carolina, Sunday at 1 on ABC, National Televised Game. So the ladies rank 14th, and uh, they got USC or South Carolina and UConn up next. So talk Keith, about is that schedule. the same time as the Ravens game Sunday? Yes, I know you'll be watching Lady Turf. No doubt. <laughs> All right, Keith. Right, guys, have a great weekend. Yeah, you Later. too. It's Vinny and Handy, 105.7. <laughs> the will come back. Funhouse. Nolan McGraw. News for the Nest coming up at 12. We're going to hear from Mike McDonald, Todd Munkin. Also, Deshaun Watson, Kevin Stefanski, others ahead of Cleveland and Baltimore coming up Sunday. M&T, Ravens, six-and-a-half-point favorites. Count that weekend money at 12-15 with Byron Sell. Chris Bumbaka from USA Today. Talk about the AFC North with him. All four teams above 500. All four teams right now will be in the playoffs if the playoffs started today. Sports with balls. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Little third eye blind coming your way. Featured artist Friday. Pick a song, we'll play it at 410583. 1057, news for the Nets coming up top of the hour. You want to get in your predictions for Sunday's game. Ravens, six and a half point favorites against the Browns. We'll do that so far. Mo- every caller that's gotten through has picked the Ravens to not only win, yeah. but win handily. Cover that six and a half. Yeah. Um, I wish you were on Cleveland radio today, Bob. I wonder what they were. What I was on saying. Wednesday. Yeah. What they're saying there now. But I mean, Bob, I mean, you know what? Like at the beginning of the week, because I hadn't watched the All Twenty Two, I hadn't watched Cleveland yet, and I thought, like we talked about on Monday, Tucker's going to win it with a field goal. But the more I watch, and I watched three three games that they've played, you know, so far this year, Cleveland, and the more I watched, 
And the way the Ravens are playing right now, especially at home, the advantages that the Ravens have to me are big. And the Ravens can score points, and I don't know that they can. And with their offensive line all beat to crap, you know, and the Ravens defense, you know, kicking butt, I just don't. And their receiving core from Cleveland, you know, when you really break it down, other than Cooper, you know, they really don't have And Cooper's not a burner. Right. He is averaging almost 18 yards a catch, though. Well, that's so after, like, those two big ones, sure. you know, that, that helped him. But, you know, the the running backs, you know, I mean, you're not scared of the running backs. You know, so, I mean, really, when you break it down, their offense, how do they score points? That's my thing. Over-under is 38 and a half, so, you know, the odds makers don't think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. The weather's, what, 50 and sunny? Yeah. So weather doesn't affect either team. Cleveland's not, ex- you know, it's not like they're playing out in warm weather constantly. Let's bring in uh, old Quick Draw McGraw there. Nolan, how you feeling on this Featured Artist Friday? Feeling good. It is kind of interesting how everyone slowly is a little more optimistic as the week goes on. Mm-hmm. But I don't blame them. I mean, Vinny, you're right. We know what the defense versus defense storyline is going to be. And that's right. entertaining. That's all well and good. But, you know, the offensive line issues for the Browns. I mean, Brown's defense has got to go up against a pretty stout Ravens offensive front and much more daunting weapons overall, like you just said. Whereas the Ravens defense, okay, maybe they're not as talented across the board or they don't have a a stud guy like Miles Garrett, but they've got an easier matchup. So I kind of, I'm understanding why the spread is moving the way it is. I... I I understand, Norm. I mean, I I totally get it. You know, I mean, because everybody feels like we felt early on in the in the week, and now you know, the more people re- realize and kind of probably look at stuff. I mean, the Ravens are like a well-oiled machine right now, operating that way, and Cleveland's defense has been kind of up and down. And over the last four games, they've given up over a hundred yards rushing. You know, and when teams you know, when the Raven, other teams are giving up over 100, the Ravens usually get over 200 because what happens? They wear them down and beat them down. And then all of a sudden, you know, Keaton Mitchell goes for 60. You know, th- those kind of things. They get they they have more explosive plays. You know, who can make an explosive play? They, they had two last week, both with Cooper. You know, other than they don't really have those guys. Speedy to Haiti, 1057 the pad. Time for a fun house or what? I'll tell you what we do have time for. There you go. Last Chris Stapleton ticket giveaway of the week. Now, maybe next week on another show, you might be able to snag more Chris Stapleton tickets. We'll have that. a whole nother giveaway of our own next week. But for today, the final pair on Vinny and Haney, Chris Stapleton's All American Road Show. Uh, Marcus King's going to be there. Nikki Lane's going to be there. This is all happening next June uh, at Jiffy, Jiffy Lube Live. Uh, you can win a pair of tickets if you call right now. We're looking for caller number 6, 410-583-1057 for two tickets to see Chris Stapleton. If you can't plan accordingly with that, I don't know what to tell you. What's that, next June? Next June. 5880, 105.7 The Fan. News from the Nets coming up next. Buy or sell. Let's count that Friday money. Chris Bumbaka, USA Today. We'll talk about the AFC North and the powerhouse division that it is. Vinny stat breakdown of Baltimore, Cleveland coming your way as well. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.